For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Um. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. To get up and get going, South Coast, it's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang, it's Tim Weisberg. Good morning. Happy Tuesday to you. It is starting off a little damp, a little, brace yourself, I'm going to say the word, moist. But uh, it should clear up a little bit later on. And uh, I want to say to everybody out there, thank you for all the nice, kind words that uh, you had for me on social media yesterday. Uh, As I mentioned, I, I had to go to a wake yesterday morning right after I left Right after the show, I left here and I went to the to the wake for my brother-in-law's stepfather, who, you know, really was like a father to him and who I used to work with and knew well. And, you know, so he, he had been battling cancer and seemed like everything was doing better, but then ended up succumbing. And I got dressed up for the wake and everybody here was like, oh, you, you look pretty good. Uh, Casey was telling me that, you know, you could really see how much weight I've lost. So when I came back, I said to Casey, hey, before I change back into, you know, jeans and a T-shirt and then spend the rest of the day behind my desk, can you take a photo of me? And so she did, and I put it up there on social media and getting a lot of nice compliments. So it helps. It really does. And... Today, I got dressed and I put on clothes that actually fit instead of, you know, big bulky clothes. I went out and got some dockers and I'm actually wearing an Izod shirt, which I don't think I've ever worn an Izod shirt in my life. So the uh, the benefits of going to Savers. But uh, yeah, I went yesterday and got some some more clothes and walked out of there with like seven pairs of pants for like 30 bucks. And knowing that I'm only going to wear them, hopefully, for a limited amount of time, I can turn around and probably resell those online for, for what I paid for them or, you know, donate them to somebody that could, that could use them. So it's, uh, it, it pays benefits, it pays dividends in more ways than one. So, yeah, if you are somebody that is thinking about getting involved with weight loss, I would, I would recommend 
talking to South Coast Health and their weight loss management center. It's definitely helped me. And because it's been helping me uh, on Sunday, I'm going to be taking part in the Nicole Podcato 5K, which they do right here in Fairhaven. It is a, you can walk, you can run. You don't have to be a runner. I'm certainly not a runner. I don't know if I would ever run, even if I, like if I got super thin, which is not going to happen. But if I did, I think I would still not be a runner. It just seems like why, why, run, why run? I can get to where I'm going a little bit slower. It's just, it's something that just doesn't appeal to me. But I like walking. And so I'll be doing that on Sunday. It is the sixth annual Nicole Podkawa 5K Walk and Run. It's going to be happening at the South Coast Health Cancer Center in Fairhaven. You don't have to go. It's going to be a nice day, though. It's going to be uh, in the low to mid-60s, partly cloudy. Should be perfect for getting out there and walking. Still be able to wear shorts if you want to wear shorts, which will be me because I don't wear sweatpants in public. So, yes, shorts for me. Uh, But uh, it'll be a nice day to get out there and walk. But if you don't want to walk, you can still take part by doing it um, in your own. You can do it in your own neighborhood. You can do it on a treadmill. You can do it at the park. Uh, But I'll be down there at the South Coast Health Cancer Center. Um, I'll actually be broadcasting with Fun 107 in addition to walking. So, But the Nicole Podkawa Cancer Patient and Caregivers Assistance Fund is who is who benefits from this. And we're hoping to get Dr. Podkawa, Dr. John Podkawa, uh, the husband of Nicole Podkawa, on the air at some point this week to talk about this. But this fund supports patients being treated at the South Coast Health Cancer Center's and their families who are in need of financial assistance with utility payments, food, housing, transportation, cancer-related supplies, and other necessities. So you can walk or run in the 5K, and you can raise money. It's $35 to register. So it's, and it's super easy. I registered last week or the week before. It was super easy to register. And you can actually earn back some of your registration fee. If you raise enough in donations, if you want to. And then when you are participating in it, you can post some social, some videos and photos on social media to help raise awareness for it. You can make a donation if you don't have any desire to walk or run and you just want to make a donation, you can do that. If you go to southcoast.org and you go to the link for the Nicole Podkawa 5K and you look up the fundraisers, you'll see mine. You can donate to mine if you want. You can donate to anybody else. I think there's only a couple of other people, though, that have active donation pages on there so far. And then you can also just make a donation directly to South Coast Health if you want. And then, of course, come on out on Sunday and cheer us on. It'd be nice to see everybody down there. It happens at 9 a.m. on Sunday morning. Come on by, hang out with me. We're going to be... I'll have the street team there. We'll have some, uh, some WBSM swag to give away. I don't know if you've ever seen me sporting the WBSM hat, you know, the mesh cap, the trucker hat, as they say. I know John's listening. John, you need a WBSM trucker hat, right? So come on down and you'll have a chance to spin the prize wheel and maybe walk away with one of those. And then, of course, you can come out and support everybody that's going to be walking. So... Looking forward to seeing some of you down there on Sunday. 
I will be uh, taking my time walking. So if you want to walk alongside me, I won't be upset if you pass me. Go right ahead. But if you're somebody that's like, I don't know, five, 5K is what, 3.2 miles thereabouts? You might say, it's going to take me a while to do that. It's probably going to take me a while too. I don't think I'm technically cleared from my, uh, from my surgery, but they didn't tell me not to do anything. So I'm just going by what I read on the paperwork they gave me. It's like, well, for the next like two to three weeks, keep it easy. Well, I think walking 3.2 miles is fine. That's easy. I've already bowled twice. One week did okay. Last week did not do well. I actually said halfway through the game last week, I turned to my brother and said, I'm going to go get the stent put back in because I bowled better last week than I did this week. Anyway, so, you know, one thing we didn't get to talk about yesterday, uh, we mentioned it briefly, but the Writers Guild strike is on the verge of being over. The actor strike still ongoing, but probably won't last too much longer utilizing the framework of the deal that the Writers Guild is apparently making. Uh, the Writers Guild leadership called this an exceptional deal. I'm assuming it addressed, uh, you know, we don't know the details yet, but I'm assuming it addressed all the concerns that they had about AI, about royalties and, and payments for streaming. And, you know, it's funny because you think about actors, you know, the writers, I think, are a little bit different. Some of the writers obviously make big money. The ones who become showrunners, the creators, the people who, you know, single, you know, the Tyler Sheridans, Taylor Sheridans, Taylor Sheridans, who, you know, kind of single-handedly write entire series themselves. You know, they're going to get big money deals. But the average people that fill the writers' rooms in Hollywood are... Not that well paid when you consider how much money the products that they create go on to make. But the problem is, is the structure that they have set up. See, I know you can say, okay, well, if I, if I got $50,000 to work on a season of uh, a TV show, I'd be happy with that. Yeah, well, I would too, especially, you know, if I do it from the comfort of my own home here on the South Coast, but living in LA and having to get to work every day and working in those writers' rooms and collaborating with other people and all the stuff that's involved in that, you know, some of the money that they make isn't great if you look at it on the surface like that. So they depend on the royalties and the other money that comes in later on. And the problem is media has switched from being something where, okay, well, you work on a TV show, you get to that magic number for syndication of 100 episodes, and then it's going to get on TV, and in perpetuity, you know, you're going to make a lot of money. I'm sure the writers of Modern Family and The Big Bang Theory, Seinfeld, Friends pre-streaming, I'm sure they all did pretty well in the money that they made after the fact because of these syndication deals. You know, there's a station in every market in the country that picked up those shows and, and reruns and they get a little bit of money every time one of those airs. Might be two or three cents, but when you say, well, at one point they said Gilligan's Island was airing anywhere in the world in any given minute. 
So those pennies add up. The problem is that streaming took over syndication deals as they no longer had the same, you know, they still would say, okay, well, there's some syndication out there. But for the most part, it's going to these streaming services. The writers weren't getting any money for any of that. And neither were the actors either. And so it's not a matter of, well, I mean, I heard Aaron Paul from Breaking Bad is, you know, I heard his comments about how he's made nothing from Breaking Bad being a record-setting streaming program. You say, well, Aaron Paul probably got paid pretty well to be on Breaking Bad. And he's moved up in his career as a result of it, and he can write his own checks pretty much now. Yeah, but the deal that he originally had was supposed to pay him this much money for turning this show into a hit, for doing a great job at what he does. And then they said, well, now the rules have changed, so that opportunity isn't there anymore. It's like if you signed a contract at work and your boss said, you know, let's, let's, let's just say that you manufacture radios. And the boss said, not only are we going to pay you for what you do, but every radio that goes off the shelf that somebody buys, we're going to pay you another 10 cents for. You'd say, well, that's a great deal. My job is done. I put the product out there and I just get 10 cents for every radio that gets sold. It's a great deal. But then all of a sudden they say, eh, we don't really sell physical radios that much anymore. We've created this app interface that people are just going to download and we're going to collect money for that download. But we don't have to share that with you because it's not an actual physical radio sale. Even though the download that we made is basically just a digital version of the physical radio that you create every day. There's still going to be some physical radios on the shelf. And you'll get, you know, 10 cents for every one of those. But really, most people are going to download this app based on your design and the work that you do on the physical radio. But without the actual physical radio, so we're not going to pay you 10 cents for those. And that's basically what's happening, which I understand why they're upset about this. Now, I've worked in television, full disclosure. I've been a TV writer, but I was not part of the union. I did not have any kind of royalty deal. I was paid, for the most part, a flat fee. One company that I worked for, I was an employee of the company on a temporary basis. I signed a contract for, I think, 10 weeks. I was paid X amount of money every week, whether I worked that week or not. It was just a matter of all episodes had to be delivered within 10 weeks. When that 10 weeks was up, they offered me the opportunity to go out and be a field producer and to work on the show and see it through to completion. And during the filming process, I said, I can't do that. I can't quit my job that I like just to go out on the road for a little bit. And so I turned that down. And then they decided as they were out there filming that they still needed my help. They needed my insight, my whatever, you know, my, because I'd researched these locations they were out filming at. And because they needed an extra paranormal mind to help go over evidence or to come up with theories or whatever. I don't know, like whatever they thought they were going to need. And so then they hired me on a consultant basis 
on a retainer. They paid me a pretty large sum of money every week just to answer the phone or return an email if they reached out. And I think they, over the course of, there was four, four or six weeks that I was on that retainer. And I think they reached out like two or three times. So I did okay. I always tell people when I go out, like sometimes when I lecture, I do a lecture about paranormal media and like people think that they're going to make big money in it and you don't. I always point out my work in TV, I made less money each job that I worked on. My very first TV job, I'll tell you, uh, I made $3,000 an episode just to write and research it. By the last show that I worked on, I wasn't even making half of that. So it's, <laughs> it's not a very, there's not a lot of standards in the industry, especially if you're, that's why people join the union. But it just so happens most reality shows won't take union writers because they don't, they don't need them. It's not, it's not the same creative process. So anyway, I'm glad that they'll be clearing this up, hopefully getting back to work. You can expect that a lot of your favorite shows, of course, will still be delayed. I just heard on America in the Morning, and then I think they might have reiterated it again in the top of the hour news. They're probably not going to start filming anything, if, even if the actor strike gets resolved quickly. They probably won't start filming anything until after the holidays, which means you're looking at probably next fall. They might be able to get some stuff out for late spring, early summer, but you're not getting the new season. Well, I was going to say, you're not getting the new season of Stranger Things anytime soon, but they might want to rush that before the kids are 40. But it's certainly going to be a, um, a little bit of a wait even longer. The talk shows will come back quickly. You know, shows that are what they call live to tape. They can, they're going to write those shows pretty quickly. They're going to get those on pretty quickly. They're going to get the late night shows on quickly. The ex expectation is that they'll probably all be back by mid-October. SNL will come back pretty quickly. So you're going to see some new entertainment come back. And in a way, I'm, you know, I'm happy for that because I, that's what I do. That's my hobby. I watch TV. But in a way, I was also thinking in the back of my head, well, if this strike goes on, non-union reality TV writers are going to be in demand. <laughs> and I don't really have much time, but I could probably crank out a, a script a week. My writing did not involve sitting down and writing out dialogue and stage direction and all that. I wrote what's called beat sheets. I wrote what are called location Bibles. I'm just researching and digging and I got notes already for stuff from going back years. I could have hit the ground running pretty quickly, but looks like they're not going to need me. And that's, that's better for everybody. 508-996-0500. A little bit later on, I want to talk about some other things as well. Uh, we can talk more about the sober house issue. New Bedford Light has a great piece today by Grace Ferguson and Arthur Hirsch that actually looks at some of the folks that live in and live near the sober houses. So we can talk about that. Uh, there's some other things too that we can discuss. Of course, the Dighton police chief stepping down. I don't know when he was 
what you know if he thought he was ever getting off leave, but I don't I don't think that was going to happen. So now he's stepping down officially. And also I want to talk about a little bit later on there's a an a, a push to increase minimum wage for tipped workers in Massachusetts. And I know that you all are like, "Hey, Tim's Mr. Liberal, he must support that idea." You know what? I don't know that I do. So we can talk about that as well. Right now, though, we're going to take our first break of the morning, and we'll be right back. And welcome back in. Now it is time to go into the newsroom with Adam Bass. President Biden will join picket lines alongside United Auto Workers in Michigan today. Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre says the president is always going to stay on the side with workers and is hoping for a win-win agreement. This is the first time in several years that a president has ever walked the picket line. A Fulton County, Georgia Superior Court judge is making sure precautions are in place to protect prospective jurors in the former President Trump's racketeering case. District Attorney Fonnie Willis is seeking to safeguard the panel after members of the grand jury who indicted Trump were signaled out on the Internet last month. Judge Scott McAfee ruled yesterday that jurors cannot be recorded, photographed, or identified in any way once the, tr- once the case reaches trial. America's credit rating could take a hit if there is a government shutdown. Moody's Investor Service sounded the warning on Monday as a federal government shutdown looms at the end of the month if Congress can't reach a spending deal. The service said that while debt service payments would be still made, a shutdown would underscore the weakness of the country's institutional and governance strength. ChatGPT can now see, hear, and speak spoken words and the process images. OpenAI, the company behind the generative AI program, said Monday that the latest update will let users opt into voice conversations and choose one of five voices for the AI to respond with. You're going to have a new playmate soon. 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 The changes should be rolled out over the next two weeks to paying customers. The new COVID shot rollout is running into snafus with some folks complaining they can't get their insurance companies to cover the costs. Sarah Lee Kessler reports. The Department of Health and Human Services is on it. Its top brass wrote to insurance companies on Friday that their obligation is to provide coverage and to pick up the tab for COVID-19 vaccines without any cost sharing. Those on Medicare or Medicaid are also entitled to free COVID shots, as well as children and the uninsured through public-private partnerships. Sarah Lee Kessler, NBC News Radio. And actor David McCallum, most recently known for his role in CBS's NCIS, is dead. Mark Mayfield with details. The veteran actor died Monday, surrounded by family at New York Presbyterian Hospital. He was 90 years old. McCallum, a native of Scotland, got his big break in the U.S. in the 1960s hit show The Man from Uncle. Over the past two decades, he rose to fame again, playing Donald Ducky Mallard on the long-running show about naval criminal investigators. I'm Mark Mayfield. In sports, both the Boston Bruins and the Red Sox have a game tonight. The Bruins will face off against the Buffalo Sabres at 7 p.m., while the Red Sox will play ball against the Tampa Bay Rays at 7.10 p.m. And now here's your ABC6 local weather forecast. A lot of clouds around the region for this morning, a little bit damp with some patchy fog in spots as well. But as we get into the afternoon, they'll be brightening to the sky. In fact, we may even see some peaks of sunshine from time to time, especially the further north you are with highs reaching right around 62 degrees. Winds out of the northeast at 10 to 18 miles per hour. 
For tonight, at least partial clearing settling across the region. There will be some patchy fog forming, though, as lows drop all the way down to the upper 40s. A delightful day coming our way for Wednesday and Thursday. Lots of sunshine. High temperatures in the mid-60s on Wednesday, reaching the upper 60s to near 70 on Thursday. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Bill Guile on New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM. It's currently 60 degrees right now in New Bedford. I'm Adam Bass, WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's News Talk Station, WBSM, and get breaking news alerts and podcasts with the WBSM app. Time to sit around and wait on the phone while you're getting up and getting ready? Send Tim a text using app chat on the WBSM app. Now, back to the Tim Weisberg Show. You can also hit us up on app chat or open line voicemails on the WBSM app. Let's go over to the phones. Good morning. You are on WBSM. Hello. Morning. How you doing? All right. Um, I was uh, running at the treadmill yesterday. Uh, running on the treadmill yesterday at, at Planet Fitness, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was looking up at the TV and I saw what I saw kind of something that. You know, um, I mean, I could, I guess, I guess they, they, I could see why they reported it, but what I, what I'm curious, well, I'm just, I'm just very, um, you know, I, I don't understand why it's so hard to be able to present receipts from this Ukraine war. We're sending 113 billion with a B, with a B, 113 billion dollars to fund this war, but we can't get one. Thinking receipt. Well, I mean, where the money's actually going. What What do you What do you want to see? Like, what level of detail do you want to see? I want to see every single last dollar. So then, you, you, you know who would also see every last dollar? Then, then the enemy would yeah. know what they have. Doesn't matter. Well, yeah, it does. I don't care. I don't. I don't. I could care less. Well, I want to know where my money's going, and just so let, this is as much as every other taxpayer should be wondering where their money's going to a foreign war where we don't even have boots on the ground. Well, then that's what I want to know. What's the point of spending the money if you're just going to tell them what you have? Well, so Obama, Obama. Okay, so, <laughs> so let's go back to Obama then. Right? How many war? How many war uh, secrets and um, you know tactical movements and operational movements did he leak before he even did it? Well. That's just whataboutism. Your your issue here is that you want to see receipts for what's going on in this war, and right. I'm saying how what level of detail are you expecting? You're saying you want to see everything, and I'm saying you can't expect to see everything. You 
don't have to say you you don't have to say you know uh, you know we put let's say forty million dollars into you know um, you know prepping a village you know this this so I want to see I want to see who's the money going to number one okay that's that's the most important part I just want to see proof I want to see receipts. You don't even see any like you have to you have to go on social media to see any footage of this war to begin with. I mean, what does that say? And then half the half the stuff you get you'll you'll question if it's even real or not. You know, I, like well, uh, you question if it's real. I don't think everybody does. Oh, well, I mean, there's a I mean, you, you really don't know what you really don't know what this war is looking like because you, nobody's nobody really is. At first, yeah, you at, when it first started it popping off, you know, back in February. Or January, whatever it was there. Um, well, I was actually watching it live. I actually watched it live, to be honest with you. You, you also have it. to you also have to understand, as you said, you know, we don't have troops on the ground over there, so it's not something that you know TV networks are going to get a lot of interest by putting up on the screen. Oh boy, I mean, obviously, this country has a, a vested interest in sending a, uh, billions of dollars over there. I mean, I I can tell you, I see footage every day. Yeah. I I probably watch a different news network than you, but I see stuff all the time. Yeah, I mean, from what you from what you see on 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 TV and you know on the internet, it's it, you can only believe so much, Tim. You can't believe everything you see on the internet, you know. And that's why I kind of I kind of question, you know. But you believe things on the internet that I don't. I question why you would believe the things that you see. <laughs> no, 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 no. I just entertain the fact to see you know just I entertain. Don't don't you know don't I mean? pull that Joe Rogan garbage. Oh, I'm just asking the questions. No, 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 no. No, Joe Rogan is a huge conspiracy theorist, by the way. I'm not I'm not I'm not anywhere on his level, believe me. Uh but I'll tell you right now, all all, all I want to know is just where this money's going. I mean, you you we, you wake up early in the mornings, you know, if you ever put on I know I don't know what Fox News has on early in the morning, but I know CNN has their international news on. You'll see some stuff that's going on. If you put on uh, you know, some of the BBC network or the Al Jazeera network, you'll see some stuff that's going on. You know, you know who I I see a lot of people. Well, I, actually, I see a lot of um, Ukraine stuff. Is um, what's that? Sky News Network? Is it Sky News? Yep. Yeah, that's that's actually a pretty good. I mean, they're foreign though. I think it's Australian, isn't it? Well, because other other networks and other parts of the world care more about this than the average American does, in terms yeah. of wanting to see it on their TV. And also, want to see the other part of it too is war isn't as and I, I hate to use this term, especially to somebody that served, but it's not as sexy as a as a as a television product anymore because things have become so precise. And yeah, this war has been particularly messy, but in general, you know, it's not something that you want to put up on the screen anymore because it doesn't get that same emotion out of people. And that's what they're looking for. They're not looking to 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 necessarily, you know, give you those visuals because they feel like you need to know. They want to get you hooked to keep you watching. I just want to see receipts. I mean, I it's it's not. It's not. It's not really hard. It's not really that hard. We have. We have. We have receipts for everything that we spend our money on. There's no reason why the government can't produce receipts where they're actually. Sending I, I, money. I just got a, an app chat question related to you, John. Sure. They want to know if you donate money to a charity, do you demand to see receipts of where that money goes? I know where it's going, though. No, not necessarily. Thing. If I if I know where, okay. So if I donate to the Dana Faber, okay, uh, Cancer Society. 
I know it's going to the Dana-Farber Cancer Society. Right, but it could be going right? to paying the CEO's salary as opposed to actually investing money in cancer research. Okay, so if I go donate to this charity walk that you're doing on Sunday, then I'm, I know for a fact that I'm donating to this cha- cancer, uh, cancer walk on Sunday. Well, they, they tell you that that's this is going a, directly to that fund, yeah. That's a loaded question to ask. I mean, come on. I'm not, I'm not going on the Internet, okay, uh, finding random, uh, let's say, charities to donate to without actually doing some research to what charity I'm donating to. What if, I want to know where my money's going. What, what if so? What what if they provided you with uh, an an outline? Because I'm sure it's out there somewhere. I'm sure there's an outline somewhere of what Ukraine is using this money for. You know, I'm sure that there's there's certainly going to be oversight to this. There's oversight for any money that's given. They have to give receipts to us. They just don't have to show them to you. So there there are receipts. There is a paper trail. So Wait. you know. Would you be looking for an outline, an idea of, you know, out of this money that's been sent, you know, $4 billion has gone to munitions, four, you know, $2 billion has gone to new, new equipment. Is that, is, you know, is that's, something general enough? That's what enough? I want to see. That's what I want to see. Okay, but I'm telling you right now, uh, we're, not get, we're not even getting that, Tim. I would, we're not even getting that, which is, which is sending huge red flags up, okay, that are saying, okay, where is this money really going to? I would recommend in that case then to reach out to uh, Congressman Keating's office, and I bet you he can supply you with some accounting, you know, again, in a very generalized sense. You might be able to make more sense out of it than the average person, considering your experience, but, you know, I'm sure that they can get you something a little bit to, to, to kind of calm your, your fears a little bit about where the money's going. I, just, I don't have any fears, Tim. I just want to know. Well, concerns. I just want accountability. I yeah. just want accountability. You and know I what I mean? Because you... I, I think his office would be a good place to go because of, you know, his role in Congress and because also him being our local congressman. Well, Congressman Keating. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll give him and, a call. I'll and give you him know a call what? today. Next time, next time that he's, well, I was going to say also, too, next time he's on the air with Chris and Marcus, it'd be a great time to call in and ask that question, too. All right. Sounds good. All right. You have a good day. Yep. Bye-bye. And uh, let's see here. I got another call on the line. Let me take this. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Hey, Tim. How's it going? Good. How are you? Not bad. So when I hear people complain or ask questions, which they rightfully do, uh, about where the money goes, what I hear is they selectively are, are curious on selective things. See, we spend over $3 billion a year on Israel, and they have a blanket, a blank check. We don't ask for receipts. Conservatives consistently never ask for receipts. They have never, for 20 years, have never asked for receipts. We've been given money, you know, between two, three, and five billion dollars a year annually to Israel, and nobody ever asked for a receipt. Now, do you do we have the right to know where it's going? Absolutely, just like Ukraine, just like. But when it's an act of war, you don't want to know where. You can't know, you know, we're putting ten million dollars into this type of technology, and we're giving it right. To like it. you're not going to see a receipt of we spent, you know, two hundred million dollars on these particular weapons. Right now, it's the hundred. It's one hundred and thirty-five billion dollars. Is that actual cash, or is that cash plus weaponry value of weaponry? That's what I want to know. Like, if, if we're given, uh, you know, an F an F thirty-five jet to the Ukraine, we're not. But if, if, say we're given that. That's billions of dollars right off the bat. Yeah, is that included in the hundred and thirty-five, or is that in addition to? Do we give? Are we giving them one hundred thirty-five billion dollars in cash? Are we giving them, you know, $10 billion in cash to, to, 
you know, pay the Germans for their tanks. And, you know, that's what I want to know. It, it, you can't just say, oh, it's $135 billion. Like we're just giving them a, 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 a duffel bag full of cash. And, and during an act of war, we never know exactly what we're, we're giving money. And, and I would rather spend $135 billion into Ukraine for, for them to fight the war rather than having one boot on the ground from an, an American soldier. Right. I think that's a, exceptionally worth it. I mean, and I think I think that's what people aren't aren't realizing or aren't willing to accept. This is a proxy war between the United States and Russia, with yeah. Ukraine as our avatar. Right. And, and, I mean, and it, not the, not in terms of trying to you know take down Russia, but just to try and and check Putin's aggression. No, just to eradicate him from a from a sovereign territory. I mean, this is what we're really talking about here. We're talking about Putin being aggressive, aggressive crossing the border and actually attacking another sovereign country. I mean, right, if, and if, we know his his bottom line objective is to go into uh, uh, get to the border of, of Poland like he he's wanted to forever because he's ex KGB, right? They haven't in over a year they haven't been able to to really progress and, and take the entire country, and that's mainly because we've been funding the war and allowing Ukraine to fight the war with our weaponry. It might have been old defunct weaponry for all we know. We're not giving them our top. Our, our top weaponry, as far as I know, but we're giving them the the ability to to fend, defend their own country. And and don't we learn from the past? I mean, think about can't we say that the people who sat by in America when Germany invaded Poland and said, "Hey, not our problem." Don't right, you think exactly. that they would say now if you ask them again? I mean, I'm, granted, most of them are no longer with us, but if you ask them, they would say, "Yeah, no, we were wrong about that." For all intents and purposes, we had we did fund World War II until we got into it. We gave uh, a lot of money in weaponry to the Allies, right? To the UK, to to France, to help fight the Nazis before we ended up having to be forced into the war. We gave we we gave them a lot of, of aid before we even got into it. And we've done so that. We've is, done that with many nothing, wars. Yeah, it, this is nothing new. The reason why I think the reason why a lot of conservatives are are adamantly against Ukraine versus all the other wars that we've been in, and they never chirped about it, is because this is Biden's thing, right? Right. There's a tie to the Biden family and Burisma, and that's the only reason. Because if if this was Trump, uh, if this was Trump, and 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 he was funding the war. They wouldn't be asking it. In fact, the left would be asking, right? The, the left, it, it'd be the opposite side of the coin. So the left would be like, we need to see receipts because we don't trust Trump with, with Ukraine. And, and, and it's probably being funneled to Putin and it's, a Putin and it's Russian collusion. The left would be the, doing the exact same thing because it's a political, you know, patty cake. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's absolutely. The, that's the real reason. So the, the, the bottom line is, don't act like you, you really care. You don't care because you don't ask for all the foreign aid receipts. You don't ask for all the foreign aid receipts, especially with Israel. We've been giving them for, for multiple decades. We've been given to, to Israel, um, you know, to defend themselves. And, and they have nuclear weapons. They sure. have friggin' nuclear weapons, Israel has. And you don't even care. I just got to hold you there, but th thank right, you for the call. You have a good day. Got to take a break. Callers, hang on. If we don't get to you this hour, we'll take you right at the top of the next one. But I got to take a break right now. And welcome back in 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. 
Yes, good morning, Tim. How you doing? Uh, the other day I heard a woman call up to you about, I guess her name was Getty, or I goes by that mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, and, I, you know, I don't know how naive some of these people can be that one of her comments where we have the people in Washington that's overseeing the spending going on. Well, it just about summed it up the next day when I heard uh, that the Clinton initiative is going to fire up again to go to the Ukraine to help the people in Ukraine. And we all know how it turned out in Haiti, how much money they stole and how they uh, raked over the Haitians in Haiti, the uh, Clintons. So this just tells me, with the Clintons getting involved in Ukraine, the laundering, the money's being laundered in the Ukraine. And if you believe all this money is going to them, you're, you've got to be pretty naive. And somewhere down the road, I hope I live long enough to... Uh, hear the results where all this money's gone. But just the fact of the Clintons getting involved in Ukraine is money there to be had. Right, but don't, don't you see the difference? I mean, that that's a, a, a private organization as opposed to the, the federal government. But still, the federal government, the Biden administration, is pumping this money into the federal. Money's being laundered here. They, 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 they're, dra- they're dragging this thing out, but now they're going to speed it up before the 24 election so they can get this all on the board. So when time comes to say, okay, the war is over, let's rebuild the Ukraine and uh, let's get the American people to help us out on this. You, They are just walking us down a, a path of destruction here. Uh, you know, and other countries are starting to wise up to this. And, you know, once again, this, this money being laundered here, Tim, you, you can see it. All right. Well, I got to hold you there. I got to take one final break. Thank you for the call. Thank you. And uh, we will take that last break and be back in just a few. And so not only do we have your chance coming up later on this morning to win Trump's money, stay tuned for that. We'll talk more about that coming up in a bit. But we're going to save you some money with a great Seize the Deal going on sale. Of course, it's restaurant week for Fun 107, so they're out at a different restaurant every day, which means you get a shot at a great Seize the Deal every day this week. And this morning at 9 a.m., we have going on sale $50 in gift certificates to Friendly's in Dartmouth for just $25. And so uh, if you want to be able to get some of your favorite meals at Friendly's for half price, you can do that by getting $50 in certificates to Friendly's for just $25. It goes on sale at 9 a.m. at SeizeTheDeal.com. Bookmark that page because there's a deal going live every morning this week at 9 a.m. for different restaurants across the South Coast as Fun 107 is out there having their restaurant week. And then coming up in the next hour, we'll talk more with you at 508-996-0500. We'll talk a little bit about when... Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.